Welcome to another episode of Spirit Rising with Psychic Sharon Rhodes. What are your dreams and symbols in your life trying to tell you? Well, Sharon discusses all that in another episode. She shares information around symbols and dreams in your physical life and the roles they play. Do you have access to divine guidance? Can a dream re-inspire you to keep on when you want to quit? Listen in and learn how to understand your spiritual energetic symbol and dream connection. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome back once again to Spirit Rising with Psychic Life Coach and Medium, Sharon Rose. Happy to have you here, and I want to talk today about your dreams and the symbols in your life. And this kind of came up this morning. I've got a text from a very, very dear aunt, somebody we love very much, um, who just lost her husband. And now we're talking about somebody who's in their 80s, and she just lost her husband suddenly, actually, last week. She sent me a text and she said, just saw a dolphin here and swam to our dock and could see him all along our seawall. So beautiful, thinking this might be W. As I believe in thinking animals, birds, butterflies come to tell you things are okay. We are very seldom see them in our canal. I wanted to tell you as most people would think I'm nuts. And you know what's really interesting about that? was when I received that text, I was so excited to be able to hear from her and that she trusted me enough to be able to share that with me because it's very relevant. Her husband, uh, our uncle, uh, was just a fun man. He was a very, very good man, very practical, very logical, very realistic. But as I had learned through uh, conversations with him, particularly the last time I saw him, which was last fall in uh, Laughlin, Nevada, uh, these people are from Florida, by the way, that he had, we'd had some great conversation and he had shared with me his kind of newfound belief. He knew that his wife believed in um, energy and that she believed in angels and she believed in crossover loved ones were, could communicate with you, etc. But he himself had never really had a strong faith in that direction. He was much more a practical man. And he had come around in our discussion, particularly, he asked me a lot of questions and it was a lot of fun. And what he was doing was he was really, basically, he is the one that sent the dolphin. And so let me share with you um, what I shared with her. I went, good morning, G. That's wonderful. And from my conversations with W in Laughlin, he would do everything he could to bring you knowledge that he's well and is with you. Dolphins represent guidance, joy, intelligence, and fun. And they also represent teamwork, transformation, and psychic abilities. And I would understand that dolphin telling you that your psychic understanding is relevant. Listen to it and trust it. That will allow W to connect and communicate with you. How wonderful. Thank you for sharing with me this morning. Just imagine W connecting in a way he knew you would understand. I love it. And I send love to you as well. This meant more to her. I got, uh, uh, we continued on in our conversation and she really is allowing herself to grieve his loss. Again, he had a heart attack, so it was very sudden and not an, un, it was unexpected. And so I want to talk to you today about symbolism and I want to talk to you about dreams, but I also want to uh, remind you that media, um, spirit rising used to be medium. Well, and now at spirit rising, our podcast, this is podcast number 73 in January of 
2023. And I want to remind you that at the end of this podcast, I'm going to pick a card um, and I'm going to pick a card from the Animal Spirit Guides Animal Deck. Uh, I um, I also want to encourage you to listen to some of the past episodes if you haven't had a chance to and go over to YouTube, perhaps if you like as well. So I want to I want to share with you now that was that's symbolic when you talk about the dolphin and something showing up in your life like butterflies or flowers or and in my work that's always going on I'm always finding clients or uh, for example I had a call yesterday I did a reading yesterday it was a zoom reading for a client who uh, lives quite a ways from me uh, and we were communicating with her father and her mother and various other people and all of a sudden a gentleman came through and she said that's my nono. And every culture has a different name for grandparent, but I understood that grandparent was the, and she said, you know, she said, uh, he lived to be 89 years old. And she said, I don't know how he did it because she said he worked in the coal mines and usually coal miners don't tend to have that long a life lifespan. And immediately he, he showed me a shot glass and I told her, I said, he told me that it's because he took a shot every day. She said he did. She started laughing hysterically. She said he did every day. He took a shot and she's, I don't know what was in that glass. And I said, I think it was whiskey. <laughs> so there again is symbolism. This is a man who said, I made some choices in my lifetime and showed and gave a symbol in a reading, a mediumship reading. So there's an example. Symbolism is a big part of mediumship. Symbolism is something that we are always um, we're always getting. At least I get a lot of symbols. I want to share with you a dream. And this is an actual dream that I had, and it wasn't very long ago, only about maybe two weeks. And I, I dreamt I was in this dream, and we were traveling. There was myself, um, I, but I wasn't really there. I was there, but I wasn't really there. It was almost like I was watching the whole thing. So I think I was there, but anyway. And there was on this trip, we were like on this huge, humongous bus. And on this trip, three babies were born, and nothing was practical. Now, I want you to understand, it wasn't earth-based somehow. It was just these babies appeared and there was cribs and we were all of a sudden we were in a room and it was like we were on this beautiful in this beautiful hotel but it wasn't really showing up as a hotel it was still kind of the bus hotel and it had three cribs one in the right one on the left and one in the center and the one on the left had a baby in it the one on the right had a baby in it and the one in the center had a baby in it and I watched the mothers put the babies down except for the one on the very far right the one on the left the mom gave the baby a little kiss and wrapped it up and put it down in the crib and left the room the one on the on and and the baby was a normal looking boy as far as I could tell was a boy child and was going to sleep was comfortable and happy and peaceful and and there was this child on the far right who was very odd looking, had difficulty with focus and had diff was very uh, slight, very uh, lean, didn't have any hair at all, was a very kind of unusual looking child. And there wasn't a mother to tuck that child in. And this child wasn't wrapped in blankets and didn't have uh, anybody caring for it. And then there was the child in the middle and the child in the middle had the most unusual colored hair. She had almost like a mousy brown hair and she had lots of it. And she had unusual colored eyes as well. And the mother was dark haired and short, dark hair. And she had swaddled the baby, wrapped this little baby girl 
in this swaddle and put her into the crib, but there was no emotional connection, absolutely none at all with this mother and this child. And the child was a whole, wholesome, loving, beautiful little girl who was kind of drowsy and was sort of falling asleep and had a, the blanket kind of sort of tipped over her one eye. And the mother put the baby in the crib with care. This mother presented as a good mother, but no emotion, absolutely no emotion. So no love, no compassion, no empathy, no caring, just practical. And I went over to this baby because she intrigued me and I lifted the cover back and she looked up at me and her eyes all of a sudden opened wide and she looked right at me. And I said, why are you here? What is your purpose? Why did you come? And she looked right at me and she looked and her eyes bore right into mine and mine were boring right back into hers. And all of a sudden I realized after asking three or four times and even stepping away and going back again, that this was me. This child, I was looking into her eyes was me. Her hair was my hair color and her eyes were my eyes. And I realized that I was asking myself in that moment, why are you here? What is your purpose? immediately the scene completely changed. And when I woke up in the morning, I had this sense of safety. I had this sense of love. And there was another energy that came, not the mother energy. The mother energy never showed up again. And I was away from that scene. And I was in a white environment where there was a another energy that was absolutely and just adored me, loved me so much. And with this energy, and, and it wasn't male or female, it wasn't, it was, there was no identification there, but just, and it flowed around me. So it was an energy that didn't have substance, but it was an energy that had emotion and feeling and love. And it was so intense, but it wasn't intense overbearing or overwhelming. It was intensely beautiful, wonderful. I have never felt that in my human existence ever on this planet as me, as an, uh, a human. And there was a child with him or her or this energy that also had the same loving energy. And it made me understand and realize that I am loved. Even if there are moments and days and times when I just don't feel loved. And now I want to remind you that I had just come through a couple of weeks of pretty serious illness. I wasn't well, I hadn't been well, and I had just come through this and I was kind of coming out of it. So the fevers were breaking and, and so who knows, maybe it was delusional fever. I don't know, but the feeling has never gone away and it never will. I'm sure for the rest of my days, that feeling of being loved and being cherished, being adored and being being appreciated and just, just feeling so warm and feeling good. It wasn't even about worthiness and it wasn't even about anything else. It was about, about that. And what I understand now from that dream was that no matter how we look to others, no matter what we are treated as like or how we present, no matter what we feel about ourselves, we really want to make sure that we love and honor who we are because we are divine beings here with a purpose and we are loved. We are loved whether we like being loved or not. And so what I understand now is 
that dreams and symbols are all very relevant and very relevant to our physical aspect and our physical journal journey. Our mental and emotional aspect and our physical aspect all are in action and in reaction to our physical journey as well as our uh, our spiritual journey. We are spiritually very, very active. And we have energy around us that's very, very active, but we have to allow it in. We have to allow it to talk to us, communicate with us. Having worked as a medium for so many years, I've had the ability and I've learned how to be able to actually communicate with crossed over loved ones. I love my work because I get every day I get to communicate with people who haven't had an opportunity to communicate with their loved one who have passed in spirit and vice versa. The spirit is trying to communicate with loved ones here on the planet, but having a hard time getting through because it's blocked by ego or sadness or anger or frustration or some lower based emotion because when you think about it when communication happens from medium in mediumship you're communicating with spirit even if you're communicating with your own crossover loved one if you're reaching for them uh and you're looking for them on an af radio station and they're communicating to you on an fm radio station and your am radio station's playing music that's really disdainful or not very respectful or it's coming from a negative place they will never drop their energy to come down and join you in that negative radio station and your frequencies are never going to meet they're going to be yelling at you they could be screaming at you from a joyful empathic compassionate empowered enthusiastic positive place but you're not going to hear them if you're sitting in grief or sitting in sadness or sitting in in hatred or anger or jealousy or or any kind of lower based emotion you have to change the channel you have to and when you start changing the channel then you can start communicating with your loved ones. Now, this has kind of turned into a lesson on mediumship, but I also know that for a fact, some of the ways that we are communicating with our crossed over loved ones, with ourselves, with our higher selves, like I did with that little child, we are communicating uh, and, and trying to find our way here in our physical journey. And that's where our guides are. That's where our map is. That's where our assistance are. That's where our information is that can help make this trip a little bit easier. Why are you here on the planet? What symbols and dreams are you ignoring that could make your trip a little bit easier? When you wake up in the morning, do you remember your dreams? Most people tend to forget them because they don't try. So what I'm going to suggest to you is to remember your dreams, put a pen and paper beside the bed. And when you go to sleep at night, ask, say, I want to remember my dreams, please. And if you have a question, something to do with your work or your health or your relationships or your family or your abundance, have if you have a question, write it down on that piece of paper beside your bed and send it up and send it out and ask for an answer to that question. And you'd be surprised two or three nights sleep, maybe even one night's sleep. And you'll all of a sudden start getting answers and you'll be like, wow, this is amazing. I don't know how come I never thought of this before. And we think we create those answers ourselves. We think we come up with it on our own, but we really don't. We're actually being what is called inspired. Yes, we are. And spirit will inspire us in spirit inspired. So the card I picked today for you, I also, I want to encourage you to listen to some of the other podcast episodes. Um, There's all kinds of different topics. And if you have a topic you'd like to hear, email me, Sharon at SharonRose.com. Email me and tell me what you'd like to talk about, what you'd like to hear about. The card I picked today is the chimpanzee. 
Use both your intuition and your intellect to solve the problems or get answers to your questions. So use your practical self, use your brain, use your physical reality, use the research that you do in this world here on planet Earth, but use your intuition. Use your intuition by engaging with your dreams, identifying the symbols that are around you, things like the like the dolphin that my aunt was able to see. God bless her. She was able to understand with that dolphin that he was connected connecting with her and he was communicating with her. How wonderful is that? I love you all. Thank you so very much for tuning in. I'm really glad that you did. And I'm looking forward to speaking with you again next time. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to Spirit Rising with Psychic Sharon Rose, formerly the Medium Well podcast. Still the same great podcast with the same great advice from Sharon Rose. Make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast player, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google Podcasts, and uh, never miss an episode. All you have to do is follow on your favorite player and you'll be able to catch a new episode of Spirit Rising with Psychic Sharon Rose every Wednesday, released at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We'll talk to you next time.